Hello and welcome. You're listening to Song Stories, Quiet Stories. This podcast episode, La Familia, is number five in the series from the new musical, Tales of Tila. I am your host, Carolyn Merced. If you haven't yet listened to episode zero and one through four in this series, it might be a good idea to do that now, then come back. No worries if you don't listen in order. The stories might make more sense if you did. I'm just kind of waiting for my special guest to arrive, and that would give her more time to get here. She's promised to visit us during the next few episodes, and I'd love for her to come for more than that. But that would only happen if more of you family members sent me stories. This time, I'm looking for Christmas stories at Grandma Tila's house. Remember the wall-to-wall kids sleeping on the floor in the living room next to the Christmas tree? The empanaditas? Thank you, Carlos, Lynn, Irene, Sam, and Mary for sending me your story contributions. Don't be surprised if they show up in a later episode. Are you ready to get your Spanglish on? Oh, I think I hear her footsteps. She walks so quietly and doesn't usually knock. I'll bet she heard me say that. Grandma fooled me again. <laughs> Let's see if she closes the door behind her. Nope. I knew it. Hola, this is Tila Miera Trujillo. Not really, it's her granddaughter, La Carolina, pretending to be me. I don't mind. One of these days, she's going to be brave enough to be herself and use her own voice. But because of her, some of you have listened to my other stories and wondered, why in the heck would she do something like that? I was only 17 years old when I married, and 18 when I had my first baby. Nothing prepares you for the loss of a child. Those of you who have had that happen to you will know what I'm talking about. Have any of you lost more than one? More than two? It doesn't get any easier, does it? If you haven't written about it yet, you might want to give it a try. No matter how long it's been since it happened, writing about it could help ease the pain. So listen now and learn how Trujillo and I kept the kids, even the little ones occupied inside and outside of the house. Learn which child the kids thought was their father's favorite and what he brought home from work for that child. When your parents came home from work or from a trip away from home, What special things did they bring you? They didn't bring you anything? Not even a penny candy? Think harder while you listen. Let me take you back to the late 1920s now because I've only told you about our first two children, Madalena and Rafael or Ralph, as we called him. The husband and I had eight more. You heard me right. Ocho hijos más. Their names. Lula, Arthur, Levi, Nora, Tito, Lorraine, Jesse, and Marcia. 
I had my hands full and my wash basins. Trujillo was a shepherd for a few of our early years of marriage. I followed him to Leadville, Colorado for a little while with our three children, and our fourth child was born there. I was wrong to think it couldn't get any colder in the wintertime than it did in Taos. I struggled to keep the little ones healthy. Our family came back home to Taos when baby Levi was a few months old. In 1928, he was nine months old and died in what should have been springtime. There may have been daffodils Was the sky clear If birds had been singing I didn't hear I didn't smell lilacs Or feel winter's thaw It should have been springtime My season was flawed To bury another In cold and gray earth To bury their brother So soon after birth It should have been springtime My season was flawed My season of growing The perfect flowers from God Lord, help me feel this is real This should have been a lullaby My season was flawed Life continues and the world keeps spinning If you're not careful and don't hold on to what and who you hold dear your world could also spin out of control I'm grateful to have my family in the gospel of Jesus Christ, for without them, I might have stepped off the planet. Little did I know that four decades later, I would also lose my Lorraine, who was 12 years old when she came down with a rheumatic fever, which affected her heart. She died during open-heart surgery when she was 32 years old, leaving behind her husband Ephraim and children Bobby, Kenny, and Didi. Believe me, losing a child the third time around wasn't any easier than the first or the second time. But life continues on. After the shepherding years, Trujillo worked for Mr. Alvin Birch, who owned a store on the Taos Plaza. 
He also labored at Birch's camp, which had individual motel rooms. He tended the cabins and the grounds, which later were named the Adobe Wall. You know where it is? It's down the hill on Kit Carson Road, on the left. During the Depression, the only money available was scrip. My husband and I bought things with it at Birch's, which was like a mercantile. Trujillo, this is today's shopping list. Would you please buy these things on your way home from work? Thank you. So, write it down. My hands are dirty. I'm making queso. Cheese. The pencils and paper are on the secretary desk. You know, the fancy piece of furniture in the other room. Are you ready? Oranges, macaroni, flour, three large heads of cabbage. No, the heads in the garden are not big enough, and I'm making chow chow in la mañana. One of the Anglo sisters gave me the recipe. I know, cabbage is heavy and you are on foot. Just buy two heads then. Okay, one head. I can't Oranges, macaroni, flour, one large head of cabbage. I'm flexible, so I'll just add more green tomatoes and onions from the garden. Oh, no, not more onions. We get a lot of company, and I would like us to smell better than the pigs and the sheep do. In a moment, I will tell you, I will tell you how, how. How to get the sweet aroma When you make some chow-chow Chop tomatoes, chop the onions Add a few green chili peppers Don't forget, chop the cabbage Don't forget a single step Add the salt and mix together Let it sit all through the night the sugar and the spices, vinegar to taste just right. Ralph, Arturo, chop more wood for the stove. Tito, help your brothers and bring it in. Jesse, hold the door open for them. Cook till tender, pack it tightly, sterilize your jars and seal. If you have a Nora with small hands and wrists, then that's ideal. Let her scrub the mason jars while you chop and slice and peel. Don't let Nora near the knife, for she might chase you on your heels. If you look at her the wrong way, take no chances now, beware. But way back then, this was not so she often only wore a frown. 
And on her face, to our disgrace, a scowl was her disposition. But in its place, she sometimes graced us with a lovely intermission. She got ready for church on Sundays, stood in the corner of the living room, and refused to go. And when she did go, she went in one door of the adobe chapel that was next to our house and then went out the next door. Lula, go and find where she is hiding. Because you are 12 and she is only seven, bring her back with a coat on and shoes and wipe her nose. She will be unhappy. Don't let her clobber you. The brothers and sisters thought that Nora was her father's favorite because when he came home from work at Birch's, she always got one of the delicious apples from where he worked first. We grew 13 varieties of apples at home, but these were better. One day, Trujillo managed to buy a bicycle. It was a beautiful orange color fitted with a light and a fork with springs, but it was a girl's bike. Tito, why are you riding that bike? Your father gave it to Nora. She doesn't pay attention to it? Well, ask her if you can ride it. It's a girl's bike, you know. You don't care. Then fine, take it over. Nora was shy and wasn't into the type of mischief that Tito and Lorraine were into, like burying a cat or throwing fish into the family well. Lorraine, go and draw a bucket of water from the well. If that trout shows up in the bucket of water again, I will make you and Tito eat it raw, guts and all. I was kidding. At home, the kids took turns washing dishes, sorting the pinto beans by putting the good ones into an aluminum pan and throwing away the rocks and whatever else was mixed in with the beans that wasn't a bean. They also washed dirty diapers, ironed, chopped wood, brought water from the well, ideally without a fish swimming around in the bucket. On wash day, we built a fire to heat water for the Maytag Ringer washer. In the summer, they weeded the garden. Jesse, Lorraine, take the basket to the coop and bring in the eggs. So show Marcia how to do it. She's not too little. Don't let the rooster scare her. Jesse, if you put eggs in your pockets again, you will be washing your own clothes. We couldn't afford to let our children eat at the lunchroom at school, so they carried apples and tortilla sandwiches with hamburger in a metal tin. The kids were sometimes called Mexican greasers because their father had been a shepherd. Many shepherds had come to New Mexico directly from Mexico, but our family had been in Taos a couple of centuries. We weren't depressed during the Great Depression. There was no shame in being the child of a shepherd. We weren't ashamed to have no car. Had no indoor plumbing. We knew it wasn't very far until they would be coming. We cooked and baked our daily food with a black wood burning stove. Linoleum floor worn to the wood. 
washed and scrubbed with love, scrubbed with love. Petticoats made from a flower sack, I Cloroxed out the printing. My daughters never felt the lack to which others might have been hinting. Our cozy and warm adobe house was only eight dollars rent. To live our life of love in Taos was clearly money well spent. Money well spent. These children of a shepherd felt no shame. These children of a shepherd felt no shame. So don't be ashamed of how you were raised. Your parents did the best they knew how. Eat your mother's chow chow. It took her hours to chop those cabbages. Don't be ashamed of who you are either. Unless you're a troublemaker, then you should be ashamed of yourself. Your parents did the best they could. Don't you go and dishonor them. Perezoso, don't be lazy. Thank you, Senor Strang, for playing the conga once again. Me gusta mucho. I'm afraid you were born a few decades late. I would have enjoyed listening to you while I chopped all of those cabbages. Oye, listeners, do you like my soundtrack? I do too. It would have been wonderful to have musicians like these ones you're now listening to while I talk and sing, playing outside my window all the time. Yes, my Trujillo was a musician too, but he had other things to do besides serenading his vieja all the time. If you could have a soundtrack for your life, what kinds of musical instruments would you want? Violin, guitar, conga, mandolin, accordion? De veras? Really? Well, I'm not surprised. I like it too. Come back next time to listen and find out where Trujillo and I went on the weekends. Learn about the next devastating worldwide event and how it affected our family. Learn how my Trujillo, our older sons and nephews became involved. Do you want to hear my other musical stories? La Carolina would be so grateful if you'd listen to them. This is what you should do. Write this down now so you don't forget. If you aren't already there, go to mycarolinmerset.com. La Carolina says I have to spell it because everyone thinks the last name is French and puts an extra T in there. Here we go. M-Y-C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-M-U-R-S-E-T. That's her website, whatever that means. She wants you to subscribe either there or at iTunes or Google Play. Somebody, please write to me and tell me about all of these new inventions. I've been gone since 1971, and I've only used the radio, the telephone, the camera, and oh, what was that other thing? Oh, we got a TV right before my Trujillo left. Black and white picture, 
Someone told me there would be televisions with a color picture someday. Is that true? Now, then, look for the little brown square with my picture on it with the words Tales of Tila. You know what to do from there. From what I hear lately, a three-year-old could show you how. That little square photo of me is a good one, isn't it? That was taken when Nora was a baby in 1930. My hair is combed nicely, and I'm pretending she isn't screaming her head off while my mother bounces her off to the side of that backdrop. Hasta luego. Until later. You've just listened to Song Stories, Quiet Stories, Episode 5, La Familia, from the new musical Tales of Tila. Contact me and let me know how you're doing with the writing prompts. You can find them in bold lettering in the notes for this episode and the others at mycarolynmerset.com. Once there, you can also subscribe to this podcast and check out my events page. Thanks for listening. Thanks for writing. This is your host, Carolyn Merced, a.k.a. La Carolina. I'll go close the door now.